Big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-810-8655. Three more constitutional amendments were approved by voters on Saturday. Marcin Goldsby reports there is not a pattern on which amendments pass and which amendments are rejected. 308 amendments to Louisiana's Constitution. That's how many voters have been asked to understand and vote on since 1978. About two-thirds have passed. Public Affairs Research Council President Stephen Procopio says fewer people vote on the amendments than on the big races. So there is some drop-off, and I think that's because they're complicated. You know, there's a lot of discussion about are there too many constitutional amendments, and the answer is yes. He says the drop-off is about 2 to 6%. I'm Marcin Goldsby. The LaSalle Parish Sheriff's Office is still seeking tips in a murder investigation that began on October 23, 2020, when Leon Turner was found dead of an apparent gunshot wound. Detective Brant King says a man approximately 5'10 was seen running from the scene wearing a camouflage pullover and black pants. This case is very important to us, and we'd love for anyone with any information to please come forward. The LaSalle Parish Sheriff's Office is offering a $5,000 reward. LRN. Local news, talk, sports. And the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome to Kane Radio's Chip Shots. I'm Teddy Sliman, PGA Golf Pro, and a salesperson here at Kane Radio. Jump on board and give me a call, and let's talk some golf. 367-1240 is our number. Box car, my compadre in Porno should be here in the uh, next segment. And uh, also, we might be getting a phone call from uh, UL golf coach Theodore Sliman, my son, as uh, he just got back from uh, National Coaches Convention in Las Vegas, Nevada. Too bad for him, huh? Yeah, really. All expenses paid to go uh, to Las Vegas. Hang around with some of your coaching buddies. Maybe we'll get a chance to chat with him. Well, the weather was nice today. Too bad it was Monday and most of the golf courses were closed today. I think Sugar Oaks was open in the afternoon, but uh, not so nice weather on its way. I think uh, Tuesday afternoon, tomorrow afternoon, and Wednesday, uh, big cold front coming through. Oh, well, it's that time of the year, right? So this is Christmas, and look what we've done. Bad weather on the way. Let's thank our sponsors before we move along too far. Certainly want to thank uh, our title sponsors. Let's start out with GolfBalls.com. It's that time of the year where you need to go to GolfBalls.com, located on Arnold Boulevard right there in Lafayette, and get all you need for your golfing uh, loved ones during this Christmas season. You can find a gift for anyone there. Soft goods, hard goods, uh, and if you're a golfer yourself, go in there and try out some of their new clubs and hitting their simulator. All the new golf company's equipment demonstrators are there, and uh, they'll fix you up. Golfballs.com, Arnold Boulevard, right there in Lafayette. And our other faithful sponsor is Coke, Coca-Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette. Mr. Lee Tatford is the head guy there, and we thank him for uh, sponsoring Chip Shots as well as all the other sporting events he does here on Kane Radio throughout the course of the year. Coca-Cola, you'll find it here in Iberia Paris, thanks to Mr. Lee Tatford and the Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling Company. And our final sponsor is Cleco. 
or I should say title sponsor. Clico jumped on board for the winter season. Central Louisiana Electric Company tells us all the ins and outs we need to know about saving electricity, which in turn will save you money during this uh, holiday season. You know, we burn a lot of lights with the Christmas lights and all. We need to save our electricity and our money as well and be conservative. And of course, our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Chafalaya. We're going to start out with the Pro-Am, which was held at Southern Oaks right there in uh, Abbeville. Beautiful golf course. Uh, the golf course is in beautiful shape, I should say. It's still a pretty golf course as well. It's one of those old nine-hole courses that uh, they turned into 18 holes, and uh, it turned out well. Uh, a record, 123 players teed it up. Of course, you had the choice of playing either Wednesday or Thursday of last week, and uh, I think a lot of people uh, split it up, and uh, therefore they had a large field. You know, a lot of people are off on Wednesdays, and sometimes it's hard on Thursdays or whatever, and uh, you get your choice now. So uh, kudos to Doug and, and the committees that uh, are running this. Doug's doing an outstanding job uh, in running the, the Kittyana Pro-Am. So uh, results from the tournament. Dean Dashe, Barry Batilia, Charlie Albert, and Terry Leger were the winners at plus 12, 140 bucks each. And once again, that's redeemable at golfballs.com. You get a big selection thanks to golfballs.com for uh, sponsoring our Pro-Am or being a sub-sponsor of our Pro-Am. Second place went to Will Broussard, Doug Hunter, J.C. Landry, and Andrew Walker. They actually tied at plus 11 with the third-place team in a scorecard playoff. Uh, and they usually do the A player to uh, break the tie, and then if that doesn't work, go down to the B player, C player, and all the way down. So uh, that team won $100. And then third place went to Brody LeBlanc, Norris Thibodeau, Kyle Mesh, and Dean Martin. Also plus 11, winning $60. The low individual players... Winning thirty dollars each, Brody LeBlanc plus one, Roy Poche plus seven, Johnny Bork plus seven, and Charlie Albert plus seven. Two of those players were on teams, so uh, they double dipped. That was Brody and uh, Charlie Albert. Nice going, guys. All right, down at Bellevue last week, they had a, a one-man scramble. That's a fun tournament. I do that sometimes when I'm practicing, just on the golf course, go out there and hit a couple of shots and play the next shot in. A couple of shots will make you uh, concentrate real hard if you want to duplicate a good shot on the first one. So the one-man scramble was won by Mike Cap, minus 11. He edged out Brandon Burdett, who was minus 10. Brandon is the son of Ty Burdett, who owns and operates Bellevue. And uh, Mike Capp's a pretty good player from around here. The Cap name's been known uh, in in St. Mary Parish for quite a long time. I know Brian Cap was a friend of mine and played a lot of golf out at Sugar Oaks. And uh, don't know where Brian uh, disappeared to. I hadn't seen him in a while. Back to the tournament. Third place went to Lolo Landry. Never heard that name before. I don't know if it's a misprint or not. I'm going to ask Ty next time I talk to him. He was minus three. Fourth place went to Barry Batilia, minus two. Third, fifth place, Gilbert Boudreaux, 
minus one, and at even par and finishing six, Cody James. All that at Bellevue. Down at Cane Row, they got Twilight rates still pumping. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, only $30. A lot of people have been taking advantage of that, along with their senior rate for those of us who are 60 years or plus. And then that Wednesday, they moved the time. They didn't move the money. Still $30, but you get to play afternoon. <coughs> Excuse me. But you need to be a member and good time to buy your loved one a, a membership at Cane Row, uh, if that's your liking. You get all kind of discounts for $142 a month. You get 20% off of their soft goods. And uh, Cane Row is one of the best stocked golf shops in our area, for sure. And uh, you also get 10% off of hard goods. And get this. This is my favorite. Book your tea time one week in advance. That's a big savings during the busy time. Like the holidays are coming up and a lot of people will be playing with their relatives. Weather permitting, of course. If you're a member there, you can book your tee time a week in advance, whereas most of the uh, other players, visitors, and such, the day before. So uh, that's a big advantage. Trust me, if you want to play at a certain time, because, you know, nowadays when the golf courses are busy and uh, there's a lot of strangers out there and some that just play golf once or twice a year, it's kind of a slow round. You might have to uh, wait on shots, and that aggravates a lot of golfers. But uh, if you book your tee time and know what time you want to play, you can get out ahead of everybody. There you go. Also, if you remember, they chart your handicap by way of the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. And they also waive the dues for their MGA, Men's Golf Association. Raymond Bernard is the president. There are no dues, no payment for dues. You're automatically a member. And also in that golf shop, you don't have to be a member for this, but they have licensed logo UL Raging Cajun merchandise for sale in there. So that might be a nice um, gift for your loved one, for your golfing loved one, for um, Christmas. A UL Raging Cajun logoed shirt or sweater or what have you there. Pull over. All right, then down at Sugar Oaks, they got specials going on as well. And like I said, they're one of the only few courses open on Mondays. And I think they open on Monday afternoons. But on Mondays and Tuesdays, you can play as 9 or 18 holes for $22. And then my favorite is on Wednesday, all day, $31. Play as many holes as you like. And then also on Wednesdays, that's when they start the MGA series of events. Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, the MGA over at Sugar Oaks, which is a nice organization because they have some faithful uh, members in it that participate quite often. But Wednesday afternoons, they have their scramble. Speaking of that, the winners of their last Wednesday afternoon scramble at plus one was Tam Rosemont and Eric Lachelet. Then on Friday, like I said, they have another tournament called a shamble. That's where you both hit and select the best shot and play your own shot from therein. There's all kind of modifications from it. But they play front, back, and 18. And uh, when in the front and the 18 was the team of Ricky Bork, Roger Pisani, and Arson Dago. They were plus five on the front. Then on the back nine, Greg Dubois, Robert Burton, and Nicky Melanson were plus two and won the back. Then the all-important skins, right? That's where you win cash. Stick in your pocket. Good time to, to have a little extra spending cash for the holidays. Well, Kyle Mesh... Dylan Mesh and Orson Daigle won one skin each, and Roger Pisani won two. 
<coughs> and then on Sunday, they have a shootout. It's the same scenario. They draw for teams. You play your own ball out, and then they add up the points. And you get a point for a bogey, two points for a par, three points for a birdie. Winning the whole shooting match, front back in 18, was a team of Paul Olivier and Paul Ladisseur. Nice going, Pauls. And then the skins, Paul Olivier, three skins. Wow, Paul won it all. Yes, sir. Dylan Mesh had two, though. So he got a consolation prize there. The Gator Golf Club, which stems out of Sugar Oaks, recently had a vet in Alexandria at Links on the Bayou. And uh, thanks to Boyd Booty for getting me this information. He was uh, outstanding. He said the golf course was outstanding. And he was amazed at how fast the greens were. And uh, because of that, teams, the guys played pretty well. Okay, it's individual, right? So on the, in the first flight, Tim Hoff Power was plus five. Won that. Then in the second flight, Tony Viator was plus seven, and he won. And then Boyd keeps track of all the scores throughout the course of the year, and uh, they have a special awards. Of course, it's cash, right? You have to play in a minimum of ten tournaments, and uh, they add up your cumulative scores throughout the course of those tournaments. And uh, I'm sure they all put up some extra cash, but I'm not sure how much. And, or how much the, either of these guys won. But uh, the winner for the year, winning first place at plus three, was Darren Freeman. I'm sorry, Greg Dubois. That's in the first flight. Um, second place went to Heath Boudreaux. He was plus one. And then minus three, finished in third, was Tim Hoffpower. Once again, these are cumulative for the whole year, so these guys played well in a lot of tournaments. Second flight winner, first place, was Brian Broussard. He was plus 10 for the whole year. Second place, Tony Viator, plus 7 for the whole year. And then there was a tie for third at plus 6, Mitch Thibodeau and Kevin Booty. After the first of the year, Bart will be working on the uh, schedule for next year, and he said as soon as he gets it, he'll uh, pass it on to me. And we'll pass it on to you guys. Always interesting to see how local players play and do and how they do and all that good stuff. Okay, the Lafayette Men's Golf Association run by Lawson Ruley. Uh, $25 for the whole year to be a member. You don't have to be a Lafayette resident, just an interested senior golfer in wanting to play in tournaments. They play two tournaments a month. One out-of-town tournament is on the second Tuesday, and the in-town tournament on the fourth Tuesday is played at their home course at Muni. So uh, their out-of-town tournament this past month was played at Cane Row right here in New Iberia. And uh, the winners of that top finishers was Glenn B. Rowe and Greg Gotro at plus nine. Tied for second and third was Fairley Painter and Steve Bienvenu, along with Eric Rosen and Marshall Miller. And then the club tournament held at Muni, Abraham Muni right there in Lafayette, was an individual front back total. Top finishers, Jay Frederick, Steve Newman, Dennis Castillo, Steve Bienvenu, and Woody Lamare. Thanks, Lawson Ruley, for getting me this info. Then on the junior golf scene, the uh, Louisiana Junior Golf Tour has teamed up or partnered with the South Texas PGA Junior Golf Tour, sponsored by Strixon. And uh, what they're going to do is uh, sponsor tournaments in the Lake Charles area. Two tournaments, one in the spring and 
the other one in the fall and co-sponsor these events. So the Lake Charles Spring Classic is going to be played at Contraband Bayou Golf Course. That's going to be March 25th and 26th. And then the uh, Lake Charles Fall Classic is going to be played at the uh, newly renovated Mallet Cove Golf Course in November, November 11th and 12th. And coming up for Drew in February, uh, the Sam Burns Football Tournament is always played at Sam Burns where he lives in Condren on Squire Creek. And uh, Sam will probably be there as he was the last year I was there and uh, make a nice little speech and give a little demonstration to the kids. It's an awesome event. And it's a four ball. On the college golf scene, we're not to take up too much stuff here in case Theodore calls in, but uh, UL will be uh, playing their first event February 13th and 14th at uh, Spring Mobile Bay Intercollegiate Classic in Mobile, Alabama. And then... Uh, We'll save this for in case Theodore calls three, uh, three of his uh, golfers that he signed and also his, uh, his input on how did the uh, National Coaches Convention go. And then maybe he'll talk about college golfers now are uh, able to earn a PGA Tour card before turning pro. That's a big perk for a junior golf, uh, college golfer. And finally, we'll conclude the local stuff with this. Our sixth pro scramble, sponsored by the uh, Gulf States PGA, was held recently. And uh, I don't know the players that won it. Calvin Ramsey, Calvin Vegas, Jonathan Walker, Kobe Blake, John Mitchell Davidson. They're all PGA pros, younger, a lot younger than me. But uh, the reason I mention this is because one of uh, my friends and a local senior golfer, Dean Baham, participated in it, along with five other pros, and uh, he's been going for 29 straight years to this six pro scramble since 1993. So no matter how he did, I don't know how he performed because uh, they didn't have the team names. They just had the, the winning teams, all the players who participated. But uh, Dean was on a team that uh, he's been going with for quite some time. So congratulations to Dean for uh, being that persistent, you know, playing in a tournament for that long a period of time. And then at this tournament, they had the, uh, the, the night before, they had an awards banquet. And uh, our own Greg Saunier, former UL golfer and now assistant pro at Lake Charles Country Club and our current uh, winner of the Gulf States PGA Section Tournament, which is our biggest tournament of the year, he won Player of the Year honors. So congratulations to him as well. With that, we'll take a break, wait for a call from uh, probably Theodore uh, if not, boxcar call in. So we'll see what happens on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand-new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. 
We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Bayou Sports, 715 weekday mornings on the all-new K1075. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And welcome back to Chip Shots. Teddy Sloan with you here in the air chair in the studios at Kane Radio. And uh, got a phone call. Maybe it's uh, UL Golf Course Coach Theodore Slimer. Let's go to the phone lines and say, hello, you're on the air. Hey, Pops. Hey. Boxcore, how y'all doing? Boxcore's not in yet. He's uh, he's in transit, but he'll be here shortly. He, uh, Uh-oh. He's going to sleep in Lafayette, went to visit his mom, who's uh, under the weather, not doing so good in the hospital there. So, uh, But uh, he, he will join us, and, and uh, probably after I get through talking with you a little bit. But um, thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, just wanted to check in and see. Uh, I know you went to the uh, National Coaches Convention uh, last weekend, or last week, rather. And uh, tell us what that's all about, and uh, what's the purpose of, uh, of going there? Yeah, so it's it's called the GCAA, the College Golf um, Co- College Golf Golf Association, and it's an annual convention there. And it's held in Las Vegas and it's been there for about the last six years. Hopefully, we're going to move it more more centralized and out west um, to kind of accommodate some East Coast teams. But you you have every division recognized. It's probably about four hundred coaches, both men and women. Um, it's a it's a, it can be as long, as short as a two-day convention, or some coaches stretch it out and do, do a little recruiting and, and as a senior showcase leading up to it. Um, and it they bring in some guest speakers. Um, it's an educational seminar. You've probably been through a good bit of those in the PGA of America. Right. Um, and then it's also, uh, there's an expo, a, a four-hour evening expo, where they had this year, they had over a hundred vendors uh, from all kind of you know different types of vendors, from Ping and Titleist to you know Golf Forever uh, to yardage books, head covers, you, you name it. It's like a small PGA merchandise show, right? Um, which is a popular event <laughs> with the convention. And then, lastly, and, and probably most importantly, it's it's networking that that I find most beneficial with it. Or at least, I hate to say it, in my younger <laughs> stages, when I was early on as a coach, it was really important to do the networking. Now, I kind of feel like you know I'm hitting the I'm hitting the threshold <laughs> of being kind of the the elder coach in the room. Um, not quite there yet, but uh, but but it, it, it's coming. And it was also nice we had. With the convention every year is the is the Hall of Fame banquet, which is a real nice coat and tie 
long, kind of drawn-out um, banquet, but uh, two good friends of mine were had some awards. One was getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, and that would be Coach Mark Crabtree from the University of Louisville. He was there for over 30. He was in college coaching for over 36 years. Uh, and so it was really nice to, to see him and support him. And then Ryan Hibble at OU was the National Coach of the Year. Um, and Ryan took over at OU just a couple years after I took over at UL. And we're kind of the same age. And, and I've known each other for a good long time. And it was, it was nice to see, uh, to be a part of that. Well, since you mentioned that, how long have you been coaching the Cajuns? Fifteen years. Fifteen years. Fifteenth season, yep. Wow, that's pretty impressive. And, and so you said you, were, you mentioned recruiting uh, as, as one of the uh, benefits of going to this convention. What, what, what does that entail? How, how do you recruit if you're talking about recruiting a player or you're talking about recruiting a tournament? You know, yep, there's a, there's a tournament. Uh, it's the Senior Showcase where, it, you know, signing day was in early November. And a lot of a lot of kids that thought they might have signed in November, you know, are kind of hitting that panic button. So they 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 started an event that coincides with this convention to uh, to showcase the seniors that haven't haven't signed. So if there's any coaches out there that you know you know might have lost at the last minute on a recruit or uh, well for whatever reason, if they're still trying to fill their roster for 2023, they can go and watch watch some competition right the two days prior uh, the convention starts. Oh, I see. So that's something new they started, uh, this tournament? Yeah, ever since since it's been out in Las Vegas, they started this this senior showcase. It's fairly new. It's probably about five years new um, and obviously, you know, missed on the last couple of years with, you know, not having a convention in 2021. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's it's a new, fairly new, new event. Well, good. Well, let's talk about the Cajuns a little bit. I know uh, recently you signed three players, uh, national letters of intent. You got one a transfer. Uh, I wish you could speak a little bit about him, as long as, as well as the two that you've signed. And uh, what do you expect from them this coming year? Yeah, well, we we, we ended the fall very nicely, uh, you know, out there in Hawaii where we 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 broke three school records, and that that is huge for the for the confidence of of a team to be able to, you know, you break one record's pretty impressive, but to break three records in one event um, shows a lot of what we're expecting in the in the spring as a collective group to compete at a high level. And we're adding we're adding in a, a transfer in, Jan- in January. He's coming in, you know, for this semester. Um, a young man by the name of Dylan Keating. That's K E A T I N G. He's from Ireland. Um, he was the number two ranked. Uh, player in in his class in Ireland um, or in the whole country when he graduated and he went to the University of Illinois for the last three semesters and I, I've had a very good relationship with Coach Small uh, and Coach Small was, was eager to find him a spot the kid just wasn't playing he wasn't getting the playing time that uh, you know you come from all the way across the country you, you want to play and obviously Illinois being a top ten program, it's pretty hard to get in that lineup, especially as a freshman and and, and a young player. So he came in on a visit, and he, we just we hit hit it off immediately. We really connected very nicely, and uh, he's looking for for a fresh re- restart and looking to be a leader and looking to compete at a high level. 
and uh, the Cajuns are really looking forward to, to adding him to, to the roster. Okay, and then how, how about the uh, two local guys that you signed? Uh, give us yeah, some names signed, where they came we signed, from. We signed three freshmen that are oh, coming okay. in August, and um, well, two of them are, are Louisiana boys. Uh, Adam Tronha from here, right right outside of Lafayette in Crowley, Louisiana. Uh, he's ESA product. Uh, and actually, Robbie's uh, Adam's father, Robbie, played for the Cajuns. And I have not done overly due diligence on this, but I'm pretty certain that ever since we've been a Division One program, this would be the first uh, legacy combination, father and son, playing for the Raging Cajuns. So you can about imagine how proud Robbie is, as he should be. Right. And then, then uh, a young man from Lake Charles, Louisiana, Ross Anderson, um, he's a state champion and uh, has, has had some de- good success here. Uh, play, has played very much a national schedule. Is not scared to, to go away, to go far off and compete. Uh, excited with his this addition as well as the last one would be Dylan Barnard from Montgomery, Texas. Um, Dylan, Dylan's a fiery little player. He actually, speaking of records, he he holds a, an AJGA record uh here in louisiana where he shot 17 under to win to win a three-day tournament um wow and dylan dylan's another one that you know just had a really good connection with and had a really you know really enjoyed recruiting all three of these young men and, and getting to know their families and uh they, they they all three need you know will need to obviously just like the rest of us improve every year and get better but uh they, they all have the mindset they're very hard workers right. and they're not scared to work and um, and that to me is, is is something you can't really teach. It's kind of in you, and and I'll tell you the opposite. If you don't have the work ethic, it's hard to coach. Yeah. And, and so I'm very 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 proud and pleased and excited to see what they can do in their their time here as coach. So so last year your roster was pretty thin. I think you had seven or eight players. So now what's what's this going to bring your roster up to for uh, well for 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 the fall. For the fall of 23, we'll have a 10-team roster. We're right. maxed out at 10. That's and, that we do not want to. We do not want to go more than 10. Okay, um, and so then in in January when uh, Dylan comes on board, how many will you have? Uh, in the spring, when Dylan gets yeah, here, spring. we'll have nine. Oh, yep. okay. Well, good, good. All right. Well, then uh, let's talk a little bit about conference. I know uh, probably your uh, your goal is to win conference as it is every year, you know, and and uh, make it to the NCAA's. Where's conference going to be this year, and uh, wh- what are your chances? Uh, what, what do you think? Where you stack up against the other teams? Yeah, conference has been moved, thankfully, uh, to Annandale. Oh wow! Uh, just, out, just outside of Jackson, so really, really pristine course. It hosted it hosted the Sanderson Farms, as you're aware of, for 12 years. So if it's it's PGA Tour caliber, which is going to be great for, for for our conference as a whole and for these individual players. We have we have the, the strongest mid major conference there is. Um, you know we have fourteen schools and and ten of ten of the schools out of the fourteen are probably going to be ranked inside the top hundred when when it comes down to postseason. Wow! And and with with Georgia Southern being the highest ranked at twenty fifth in the country, so you know it, it's no it's no easy easy task obviously to win conference. We've been coaching fourteen previous conferences and yet to have won one but uh we switched to match play and and i like i like what we're seeing with this team obviously we were out 
you know, in our final event, we beat, we, it was a 20 team field and we finished fourth. And, you know, behind us was the 20th ranked Georgia Bulldogs, the, the 29th ranked North Florida, 40th ranked Ole Miss. So my point there is that, you know, that even, even though Georgia Southern would be a, a highly ranked team in our conference, we've obviously proven that we can compete at, at a high level as well. It's just a matter of, matter of competing at that given time. But uh, we've got a lot of work to do, a long, long time from conference. I, I, I'll be honest, I think, I think this team, with the addition of Dylan, I think this team can, can get on a run this spring and, and, and could potentially advance to the NCAA tournament via ranking in, a, in an at-large bid without you know, having, having to, win, um, to win conference. Right now, uh, we would love to win conference. No, no question, absolutely. Um, but I, I would certainly like to go into conference with a little security blanket, and I think that's that's very much possible. And then, lastly, at the convention, Lance Ringler with Golf Week um, announced that we are going to have have basically an NIT tournament for golf. Meaning, there's a lot of good schools, <clears throat> very highly competitive schools that do not get into the NCAA tournament. You know, only 81 teams get in. And I can remember quite a few times in, in my previous years where we were ranked 70th in the country or we were ranked 74th in the country and we didn't get in the postseason. And it, it stinks. Yeah. It, 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 it really stinks. And I mean, I, I wrote letters to the committees and, you know, didn't, the Raging Cajuns, for whatever reason, didn't get, didn't get picked where you had teams behind us ranked, you know, 78th getting into the tournament so nonetheless lance ringler started a a nit tournament for golf which will be another tournament out in arizona where 18 schools you know basically ranked in in that 70th to 100th or wherever it falls Mm -hmm. that do not do not get into the ncaa tournament they'll get into this tournament wow what it means that's interesting i think it's interesting and good you know if you see it in basketball and the, where it's good is to give these, give this team, give these boys, you know, like I said, you, you're 330 schools, and if you if you're, you're a mid major and you finish 70th in the country, and Ohio State 74th in the country, and the way the chips fall, they get in and you do not. Right. It hurts. Yeah. And it, it's not. It's not. I don't want to say fair because life is not fair, but at least this gives gives players that have had a good season a, a great season. I mean, let's face it. I've had this argument not to get on a tangent as we're in bowl season, but you got a high, how many Division One football programs do we see? I think about 120. So you got 120 Division One football programs, but yet 82. There's what 41 bowls, so 82 exactly. teams. 82 teams get to play, and, and and some of these teams are below winning records. Get to go and and and, and get treated like rock stars and yeah. get all these bowl prizes and and most importantly what the coaches will all say most importantly they get they get an extra three weeks of practice and they get an extra game to compete in exactly. for their younger for the for their younger team members well you i just told you that the cajuns twice were inside the top 75 out of 330 schools <laughs> so that's the top 25 percent 30 percent exactly so we were inside the top 30 percent 
and we don't get to you know to get rewarded for that. So I I, I really like it. I think it's gonna it's gonna be very good for the K- for kudos the, to that to that guy stuff. for coming up with that with that idea. And uh, I know that's gonna be successful. Hey Theodore, look, Box Squad just walked in. He might have a question or two for you. You got a, a few more minutes? Absolutely, yes. All right. Hey Theo, how you doing, buddy? Hey Box Squad, how are you? Oh man, running man, but uh, but it's it's all good. Um, and uh, Dad told me you were in Lafayette. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've been driving around Lafayette for the last hour and thirty eight minutes. The traffic and, and I know it's, and I get it. It's, it's yeah, um, yeah. My mom's uh, been in the uh, hospital there for a while now, and uh, try to go every day. And and uh, it seems like at first it wasn't too bad, but uh, the last. Um, Last week or so, obviously things are kind of ramped up, you know. So, no, I'm sorry to but, hear that. Yeah, but anyway, um, uh, yeah. So, so uh, you know, first of all, congratulations on on the, on the way y'all finished. Um, uh, certainly in Hawaii, that was uh, really impressive. And, and I heard some of the the the, uh, the interview, and, and I may have missed uh, I may have missed a little bit of it. But I just want, kind of want to get your input. I, I, I'm really impressed so far with the. With the signings, uh, the commitments that you've had, um, really excited about this kid from Ireland. Uh, I, I think uh, I think he's going to really enjoy the Cajun culture. I don't know. It's just, you know, I'm my 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 great grandparents were direct immigrants from Ireland, so I have a lot of Irish blood running in me. You know, and, and Ooh, it, nice. it really it really uh, goes well with the Cajun blood. You know, it, it uh, their cultures are, are um, uh, very similar in, in, in that uh, joy to be, you know, um, you know, just love for life and, uh, you know, everything else. So, um, heck, I mean, St. Patrick's Day, we have as many parades over here as, as we do Mardi Gras, right? Uh, but but just wanted to get your input a little bit on and and y'all you know, may have talked about this Teddy but you're talking about the uh, the the kind of the path now to the PGA Tour through through, through the college programs but but we kind of wanted to also you know get your input on that and and, and just a little bit you know is there any opportunities um, in the Cadiana market for NIL deals for some of these college golfers? Yeah, it's two, it's two, two well, three, I guess. Great comments. One, we are very excited with with Dylan coming in from uh, from from Ireland, um, and, and you're spot on. He, he fell in love with the, the city, and he just he, he he. I don't. I got the sense from him that you know being in Champaign, Illinois, just wasn't a good fit, even off the golf course, where you know the weather the weather was rough. Uh, the people, you know, the, just the, he was really, really, really impressed with the facilities here, but he was also very impressed with how much everybody he met really, really was genuine and cared. Uh, that was a big a big impression for him. So I do. I, I'm anxious to get him in, and, yes, I think he, he's going to bring a level. Um, he was highly recruited. Now, we're talking teams like Wake Forest and Illinois. Both, both of those teams are, have a rich, rich, rich history with high-level golf, and he was recruited by multiple like that. And so he's going to bring in something that, I think uh, can, the whole team can learn from, hopefully, and, and hopefully he learns from from us as well. Uh, I, I, uh, I, if I had to guess, I mean, uh, <laughs> is or, is Rory his favorite uh, PGA player? You think? I mean, sort of. Well, I'll tell you this about that. Uh, <laughs> he's something he's very proud of. There's only since Rory became an adult, there's only been two Irish players that have surpassed Rory's junior record in Ireland. 
and Dylan's one of them. Wow, so that's impressive. He's, he's pretty <laughs> proud of that, yeah. as he should be. Um, but yet, uh, yes, yeah, so I would think that, that he really looks up to Rory for sure. Uh, yeah. And then I, I think, secondly, you were... Yeah, uh, by the path of the PGA Tour. The path yeah. of the PGA Tour. Yes, I think that's... A, obviously, it, it, it's huge. You know, it, it's huge. Um, for for Look at a player like Sam Bennett, you know, who's played in, in our event, Louisiana Classics, won the U.S. Amateur. He stayed in school for that reason, um, wanting to... Wanting to to, to stay stay another year, take his that, that COVID. I hate the word, but that COVID year. <coughs> and um, he, he's going to be a fifth year senior. And uh, he's, if I'm not mistaken, he might be like, is he number one on the PJ Tour list, or maybe number four? I, I can't remember. But uh, just think about how huge that would be for a guy like for any of them that when they graduate college to have access straight to the PJ Tour of some form. It's uh, that's invaluable, and I think I think the number is good. You know, I don't think they need to go more than ten. Um, I, I think I think that's plenty plenty of numbers. Uh, it motivates these kids. It, it, it keeps them it keeps them maybe staying in school, which we really don't see a lot of players leave. You know, early, but you know, I, I think for for ones that are contemplating it, it sure should maybe maybe have them think a little bit more. Um, and I, I think it's great. Uh, you know, these kids can go out and play right away too. Now it's not like it's not like they need to get seasoned on the corn ferry tour or on the mini tours. We're seeing we're seeing seeing the younger players. Take look at Tiger re- relating to Jordan Spieth and yeah. and and Justin as kids. But they really, I mean, they came out right away and 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 made their mark amongst the world of golf, not let alone the, the PGA Tour. So. I, I'm really, I'm really excited with it. Um, I think it's, I think it's a very good thing for, for college golf and for the PGA Tour. And how about uh, NIL opportunities for for any Ab- of your kids? Absolutely, yeah, well, absolutely. Uh, they just changed the rules as well. Where, not that I need anything more on my plate, but um, coaches can now approach businesses and donors and and NILs for players where. Previously, it had to have been established. You know, the coach had could not be involved, wow. and um, so yeah, I mean, to, not to put someone's business on the street, but um, you know, Eli Ortego, a sophomore on our team, is on a on a very handsome NIL deal with local um, Twins Bakery. Hmm. Uh, you know, the, the Twin Gilbo boys really yeah. have, they, they love Eli. They, they they think the world of him as as if anybody that gets to know Eli does. And um, they wanted to help him out, help him and his family out, and so they we, they they had a meeting. And um, Eli is, is currently on an NIL deal with Twins Bakery, and it's uh, pretty good, you know, really awesome for him and his family. Good to hear. Yeah, that that really is. You know, I mean, um, again, I, I, for years, um, and and of course, it it it, it goes across all the programs, obviously, but uh, but schools have benefited so much from. Um, you know, from from the the uh, college stars they've had at their schools, and and even you know, let's just put it in golf terms. I mean, Mike Heinen and uh, you know Craig Perks obviously uh, brought a lot of you know notoriety to to the UL uh, program, and and um, but those you know those guys couldn't make a dime off their names while they were in there. So no, no you know, I have no qualms at all with, with that. I wish you luck with managing it. I think it's a lot. 
a lot more manageable with uh, 10 guys than with 100, well, you know, whatever, with the football programs. It's, it's, a, it's a mess. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. But um, anyway. Um, so yeah. then, on that subject, do you think that, that NIL is a good thing when, when we're talking about golf programs in the university level? I, sir, yes, I do. I think, I think um, for sure, and I think, I think our, not. Not that I'm against it with the football level, but you know, golf golfers tend to spend a lot more money than football players. I would imagine mm-hmm. because you, you know, you, you imagine the amount of money that well, you spent it on me when I was in college. You know, the summer right. golf, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't the equipment, the uh, the travel. The you know, you don't just play college golf. You you play winter golf, and you play you play summer golf, and you're playing you know ten, twelve events. Let's just say fifteen hundred in events. You know that's it's thousands and thousands of dollars that these co- players are spending mm-hmm. on themselves to make sure that they're prepared for for, for the college season. So, absolutely, if, and, and, you know, player player can can get some deals to help offset some of that cost. I, I'm a hundred percent for it. And then uh, my follow-up question to that is, what limitations does the uh, university, the Raging Cajuns, UL, put on, on that, or, if any? And uh, what, what are the ramifications from the, uh, the sponsors, the NIL? Like, uh, what, what, what are they requiring and what's limited for, for UL, you know, a player to do, your coach to do yeah. with, with those players? Well, it, it's state legislation that, that when this whole thing went through and there's, there's some specific language, and I, I don't know all of the language, but I do know, for example, that you know you, you cannot have an NIL deal with any alcohol companies, any tobacco companies. Um, you couldn't have an NI deal with any um, any promiscuous companies, uh, mm-hmm. you know, of of, of the like. Uh, like cas- so there, cas- some, casinos and stuff are banned, like ga- casinos, gambling. Yep. Yep. Gambling is out. So that, that's the, some of the restrictions. The university doesn't. Uh, I don't. It, that's more from a state legislation than a. It can't be from an individual. Like this university can't say, "Well, you can't do this. You can't." This university. It's it's statewide. So well, what's not, good for the goose is good for the gander. Uh, not to get too deep, but like uh, with Eli and, and twins, what what is he going to do for them? Commercial or do, does he wear, able to wear media. logos? Yeah, he'll he'll do some social media for them. Um, and some advertisement for him. Does, does, does can he wear a logo like a, a cap? He, he'll wear. He can. He, he has some logoed shirts that he can. He can wear when he's on his own time. Okay. Um, he can't. We, we can't do anything. You know. The, the, he can. He, we're working on getting him a head cover uh-huh. um, that he can. He can use because that's really not. Um, you can't put the logo on the raging Cajun. Anything branded with the raging cage. That's what I was getting look. at. Yeah. Yeah. So could so he, like could football he have player it? can't put something on his jersey. Eli couldn't put something on his polo or put something on his golf bag. Okay, right. that's the golf bag is what I was getting at. Yeah. Nope. Yep. Okay. Can't do that. But wow. But a head cover, you know, it's 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 not it's not. Yeah. It, I mean, it's permissible because you see some players, some programs that don't can't afford to buy every player head covers. They use their own head covers, and it might be a tireless head cover, a ping head cover. So what's going to stop us from using a 
Twins head cover. Right. And I, I play with a, a golf pro a lot of times who doesn't use head covers oh. at all. You know what I mean? They're useless. <laughs> <laughs> they're useless. Yeah, there you go. You know, good hand warmer in the winter. But time. if I get an NIL, I'll take, I'll wear a head cover. <laughs> Hey, Theo, I want to get your input on this. I know it's a little bit off topic, but um, and, and I know, again, it's, it's, it's nothing you would have control over, obviously. But, but, but from, the, from your, your point of view, because your program has been involved with this uh, in the past, how, how disappointing is it to see the Corn Ferry Tour drop the Louisiana Open? Oh, yes, it was very disappointing, <laughs> very, very much. I, I, I called Danny Jones immediately when I, when I heard the news, and that's a special, that's a special event. Uh, and it was near and dear to, to to not only my program but to me personally. You know, um, uh, you're sitting across the table from a past champion of that event, and then you know, the, the one being my dad, and then two, the, the the event was very generous to me and, and gave me an opportunity to to compete at a higher level, and and, I, and I'm eternally grateful for that. And and then obviously when I moved into the role of a coach, the the, the event was significant to our program uh, financially um and and i just think they did it in my opinion i, I think it, it was done it was ripped the carpet underneath the feet you know or ripped the band-aid off it was done way too fast and if i was if i was in charge of the pga tour or whatnot and i and i i looked at the longevity of the corn ferry tour and, and this is the oldest corn ferry tour event you know this is how i would have approached it I would have I would have met with with Danny and Harry and the board, and I would have said, guys, we're, this is going to be the last year we're going to do it. So we're giving you a heads up. This is the last year. 2023 will be the last year. Let's uh, let's make it the biggest one ever. And and I think the Cajun you're talking about the Cajun culture. I think the Cajun culture would have accepted that, and it would have been one heck of a heck of an event, and they they would have been proud to go out with a bang and finish it. But you know when you when you yeah. just ripped the bandaid off and you you had no forewarning and really no no that's where you have a lot of the disappointment and the frustration. That's a good point, Theodore. You know, and I never yeah. looked at it like that, yeah, but that, that's here. certainly true. That uh, PGA Tour was a little bit rude in in doing that uh, the way they did it. So. Uh, Yep. Unless you have anything else, we're going to have to let you go. We butted up against, uh, 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 and we thank you for, for doing this and taking such a long time. Appreciate it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, Theo. All uh, right. Y'all have a good rest Look, of uh, belated happy birthday to you, buddy, and I and, uh, hope you and your family have a great Christmas. All right. Same to you. Thanks, Theodore. Same to you, All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, Box Call, we got about five more minutes. Uh, yeah. Um, let Theodore go. I mean, obviously, family. yeah, I know we have a lot, you know, there was a lot of other things that we could have talked about, but uh, I just want to kind of give my little input. Uh, I did watch, believe it or not, the match mm-hmm. uh, the other night. And um, what's, your, what's your sentiments? I got to tell you, I, I'm sad. Yeah, um, it was hard watching Tiger. It was, it? It, was, it was beyond that. You know, it was – when someone was that great at their profession, and, and we can go, you know, we could argue all night about him or Jack, okay? Mm-hmm. But uh, they're one two in my in my book as far as, you know, I know you could say, no it, but anyway, okay. Yeah. So, but 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 what he did to grow the game <coughs> at this point, you know, with the, all these kids who wouldn't have dreamed of playing uh, golf before. Um, 
But to see him in that condition and still trying to be out there and be, you know, in on the public spotlight like that, it was it was it was hard to watch. It was, uh, you know, he had a few good shots and stuff, but just to watch him try to walk up to the greens and you know, it, it was it was yeah, sad. it was painful. It was very just to very, watch very it. Yeah. sad. Yeah, know? it is. And, no um, question. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, Rory played bad as well. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think some of that is is that Tiger's effort in grind and all wore off on Rory. You know, I yeah, think Rory was sad himself, you oh, know, I, I, and I mean, uh, he, he just, it just eased, oozed out into his game. It was painful. It was really painful to watch, you know, and I, I honestly think JT and, and Jordan might have kind of, you know, prolonged the match a little bit. On, I, I, I really do. I, I, I do think too. so. You know, <laughs> I think <laughs> Charles Barkley got on there and said, hey, look, we got 275 yeah. months. Exactly, <laughs> Charles Barkley. You can't was, make that putt. He was the highlight of the of the program. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I, I think there was a a, a a putt. JT, I know he missed one for sure, a short one on purpose. <laughs> but he made a long one that I don't think he was trying to make. Yeah, he went like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wasn't trying. I know. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I, I just, uh, you know, I just hope, and, and as a golf writer pointed out, it would have been so nice to see him go out last year um, at St. Andrews, you know, taking that last walk over the bridge and stuff. Yeah. And, um, now, you know, now he can barely walk, you know, and um, I just, it, it, it saddens me. It really does, you know. Yeah, well, but I mean, uh, he, he's not giving up. We no, saw that. I, mean, so, I, look, um, I look forward to him you know, watching him and his son play. This is Saturday. You know, yeah, that'll, you know, uh, be a festive event and a little, little bit different, I guess. But, um, but it was, you know, again, I'm, I, I really like the concept of golf under the lights. I wish there'd be a, more opportunities to, around the country for, for players to, 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 to do that. I mean, I, I, th- I, think, I think it's, it's a great it's, reprieve from the grind that we see every day when we're watching golf on TV, which I don't do a whole lot. But when you watch every week and you see, you know, the same old thing, this was a great distraction from the grind of the PGA Tour. And, and those guys had fun. And you can tell they're, they're a tight-knit foursome, you know, that they, they have some uh, trust in each other as to what to say and not say about each other's personal oh, yeah, lives yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, it, it's it's a great little fraternity there, and I, I love to see it because, like you alluded to earlier, you know, Jordan and JT, th- th- they can talk about the times when they first met Tiger or saw right, Tiger. Right. I mean, that's how, how big an icon and, Tiger is. And I hate to – I don't want to, unim- you know, have 144 guys on unemployment uh, next week, but you notice that – a range finder works pretty well in place yeah. of a caddy, <laughs> right? You know exactly. I mean, you know what? Impressed? And how much faster they play? You know, good what, God, they were. I didn't get to watch it as thoroughly as you probably did. Around. I mean, that, to, 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 to see a player tend the pin. And yeah, play, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's like you know, no, no, that's reserved for the caddy. You right. Know? It was I so. Mean, it was so funny though. Yeah. A few times they left the pin laid on the green, yeah. and Tiger would be like. Really? Yeah, it's turn. Not, you want the old guys to have to go pick it up, you know? And they'd run back, you know, man. Uh, no, it, it, they had some, some fun moments for sure. But, uh, but again, I mean, I, I don't think any of us really realized the severity of that injury when it, when it happened and, right. and how much he had to rehab just to get, to just to try to get back on, you know, to compete in a couple events. But, um, Tiger, you know. sa- Tiger said for his dream foursome, if he had a dream foursome, it'd be a, it wouldn't be a foursome, it'd be a threesome. His dad, Charlie, and himself. Isn't that oh, something? That's, that's, yeah. that is that's awesome. how much he still misses his dad and the impact that old guy had on him, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, Earl, Earl, and, and look, that he's, he's passing on those same, 
same, the same teaching methods and stuff I've read about, you know, his, uh, you know, trying to instill that, um, you know, that, that toughness in Charlie, you know, and, and trying to rattle him on putts and yelling at, uh, you know, at, at inappropriate moments and stuff like that when they're practicing together. And his dad did the same thing to him, you know. Sure. And, yeah, it's it, pretty special. All right, well. We're going to have to wrap it up. we got uh, the CHS Coaches Show coming up next with Coach Scott Watney, along with the voice of the Panthers, Tony Landry. So if you're still interested in listening to sports, stick with us. Thanks. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Quick question from Clico. Of all the things in your home that are plugged in, how many do you use every day? Ooh. Yeah, we thought so. You should know plugged-in appliances use up energy whether they're on or off, and that can run up your energy bill. So Clico recommends you pull the plug on wasting energy by unplugging the stuff you're not using. Because from the moment you pull them from the socket, you start socking away the savings. And isn't that what matters? Visit Clico.com slash what matters. That's W-A-T-T matters. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5.